self-proclaim and currently playoff hopeful Steeler fan Jason Felt. And across from me is, you know what? I'm going to go different. The Crimson Cowboy, Trent Woo-hoo. Hempel. All Why right. does he get to fresh, be first? Fresh off a win, too. Finally. Oh, feeling good tonight. And then the cheese head of the South. Mr. Matt Peterson, I was just saving the best for last. Uh, second place in the introductions, first place in the teams of everybody here. Speaking just of saying. that, you're welcome because uh, yeah, Green nice. Bay, 49ers, nice. and Seattle all clinched all with the uh, Cowboys win today. Yeah, it yeah. Was nice. I was going to say, you should be thankful. Hey, you know, awesome. Show, show gratitude. Look, look. I don't hate the Cowboys. I'm even sympathetic to them just because Trent's a Cowboys fan and I've been to Jerry's world a few well, times. You kind of have to be sympathetic with the current state hey, of the Hey, I told season. Brianna yeah, no that the next time is going to be at Lambeau. So, oh, it better be. Yeah. That would be a fantastic game. Oh, man. Go up there. You guys are going to go all the way up there? I've oh, never okay. been to Wisconsin. Get your cheese. You don't have to rely on him to exactly. get your cheese. See? That's true. You'd be happy hey, I'm actually about driving that. this time. I can actually bring some back. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You are driving, not flying. So bring some cheese. We should. We should. I'm taking a, actually, we should eat some cheese. I'm taking a cue from Trent, and I'm buying that, that like jalapeno or whatever. The it was habanero thing. was the habanero so cheese, good. and I'm putting that in chili because that was the most fantastic idea ever. That sounds amazing. It if you amazing. do, would you bring some so that we can eat it on air and make sure everybody knows how good it is, yes. even though they can't see, yes. taste, or smell it? I can post a picture of it. Okay, there you on go. On our red hot Instagram at Fourth and Short Podcast. Go for you to follow. <laughs> You've heard it right there. So anyway, week 15 in the NFL is just about under wraps. We had a great week of football. Right now we've got Sunday night, the Steelers and the Bills, the two wildcard teams in the AFC, currently duking it out right now. Uh, in Buffalo, this game has just started. And so we're watching. I'm, I'm excited about this game. These two offenses that are kind of meh. Uh, but great defense defense is fantastic. Steelers number one in sacks and takeaways in the NFL this year. So can I, no, I don't, I'm, I'm going to get into that a little bit later. Anyway, <laughs> this week in the NFL, we had Mark Ingram singing. All I want for Christmas is you to Lamar Jackson. It's beginning to look a lot like Joe Burrow in Cincinnati and baby. It was cold outside in Kansas city today and a couple other places probably green bay too uh but as we said the packers patriots seahawks and 49ers all clinch playoff spots today joining the ravens and the chief and we got two weeks of the season left guys it's go time home stretch it is it is the Mm -hmm. home stretch of the season the holidays coming soon and so we are looking forward to a great rest of the season but let's go ahead and get started tonight with our first segment hi all right so it is the holiday season, the most wonderful time of the year, as they say, and uh, we want to make sure that uh, we are not remiss in spreading holiday cheer here on the 4th and Short podcast. I had great services at church today, Christmas songs, just awesome. But uh, when you think of Christmas, and there's been lots of different arrangements of the songs, uh, personally some of my favorite arrangements of a Christmas song come from this particular song. Uh, but it definitely is one that can be loved and hated all at the same time. Yeah. And so that song is the 12 days of Christmas. And what, what are your guys' thoughts about the song? First of all, by well, itself? if, if you've ever heard a uh, straight, no chaser do it, See, and that's live, what I'm talking about live. It's an yeah. acapella, all acapella, all men group. And they got famous for doing that song. At the uh, University of Indiana, they went back um, for a uh, reunion, and mm-hmm. wow, 
It, yeah. It's all, I've it's, actually seen them live a couple of times, and it's awesome. It's so good. Hate the original rendition of it. Love all the spoofs of it. You hate the original Straight No Chaser one? No, 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 no. no. Oh, this like is the, the song, the, the song. song itself. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yes. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, you can't you can't listen to anybody do it. And it, it reminds me of The Office um, when Andy gives Aaron oh, the 12 days of Christmas. That's fantastic. And uh, he says, it's all birds. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun. It is true. So anyway, today we wanted to kind of look at the 12 days of Christmas here in First and Ten and compare each gift of each day and uh, assign them to an NFL player or a team or a group of players or something like that. And we're kind of doing this on the fly. I I wanted to do this kind of just off the top of our heads. And so uh, I'm going to pose this to you guys. I'll give some input uh, here, but uh, I'm going to kind of pose this to you guys and see what you come up with. And uh, if you've got some different ideas, again, as Matt said, follow us on the 4th and Short podcast at Instagram. Give us some of your ideas if we mention or don't mention someone that you're thinking of. So let's go ahead and get this kicked off, all right? On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a the classic partridge in a pear tree. So who in the NFL is a partridge in a pear tree? I would go with the falcons because they are a bird, it's like the partridge, and peach tree is a big thing in Atlanta, kind of like pear tree, close enough. Okay. All right. Oh, see, I was going more like as a Cowboys fan. We're the the partridge in a pear tree is the highlight of the song. Obviously, it's right. The I was end. gonna say it's the one um, that keeps coming. So I was thinking a Prescott in a pear tree. Oh, very nice. A little homage to Dak. Okay. <laughs> I don't get it. Cause it, Cause it, it keeps coming back in the end. I don't no, because he's the highlight of the Cowboys. Well, but what's the Cowboys got to do with a partridge in a pear tree? I don't know. Mine made sense. You're just like homering. Well, I think it rhymes in the Packers because the Packers are the best team and that's the most important verse in it. Well, I was thinking more like along the lines of we fit in players based on like, the, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to go with, since it is the the highlight, it's the, the part that keeps coming around. If, if, as legend says, whoever gave the 12 days of Christmas gave each one of these things every single day. So there, of all of these things, there's, there's 12, well, I don't know how many of them are each. I'm not even trying to do the math on this. But there's at least 12 partridges in pear trees. They come around at the end of every single verse. You have to sing it every single time. It's got to be Tom Brady. He's inevitable. He's he coming keeps around. coming around. He yeah. keeps coming around every time. He's the number one. He is the goat. I hate saying it, but I think Tom Brady's the partridge in a pear tree. My knowledge at least had a bird and a tree. Okay. Yours yeah, but that wasn't the, that, was, that wasn't the thing. It didn't even make sense. Well, it did make sense. A partridge you is a bird. A, a falcon is a bird. You said a falcon Atlanta. and a pear tree. No, no but a peach, peach tree. tree. Yeah, <laughs> peach tree. It's close enough. I got the right animal, and I got the right. Fruit bearing you're, tree. I got a fruit bearing tree. Your heart, your heart's in the right place. We should have let Matt do some research on this before we did this. All right. On the Whatever. second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me two turtle doves. The Eagles and the Cardinals because they play like turtle doves. <laughs> yep. He went with the birds again. He did. Absolutely. I am sensing a it makes sense. Well, as you said, it's all birds. It's uh, for the birds. There aren't any drummers in the NFL, though, so when we get there, we're going to have some trouble. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> I'll, I'll call him something. He's coming up with something. Um, I got a good alliteration. So, two turtle doves. Um, I'm going to go with 
Odell oh, turtle doves are very pretty. They're known for being pretty graceful sure. animals. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry because <laughs> they're all about being like pretty. See, I was going to go with Odell, but I'm I'm going to get to him a little bit later in the song. I I was thinking Always that put thought into this. Yeah, well, you know, I came up with it, so I'm going to go with the two turtle doves, as you said. Uh, because that's a symbol for peace, no fighting, no war. So I'm going to go with the Giants and the Redskins because they keep laying down in their games. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, so on the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me three French hens. This is where I'm going with Odell because, you know, French and, and Odell and, and a hen, <laughs> chicken and... Maybe it's just the entire Cleveland Browns to me. That's exactly what it is. The three French hens, bunch of chickens, trying to trying to fight people without helmets. So three French hens, it's going to be the, the Cleveland Browns to me. All talk, bunch of high-spirited... I, I, I don't know where I'm going with that. So it's the Cleveland Browns for me. It's three French hens. Three French hens would be the Jaguars, the... Um, <laughs> Dolphins and the Raiders because they all play out of the U.S. a lot. Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. Good job. Okay, I can't. They're even, all great. What are you I'm not about? even gonna follow that. That's just that's 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 a good analogy. Way to go. Way man. to way to break the mold there and use something different. <laughs> well, we're coming back. I to got birds. A good one for four we're coming too. back to birds. All oh, right. Okay. No. Go ahead. On the go ahead, fourth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me four calling birds. Absolutely, the NFL refs. Yes, I was gonna everything. say the same thing. <laughs> They're absolutely the, the flags are flying like yeah, birds. So, well, a bunch of jaybirds. <laughs> All right. Oh, she just seen. You, he was waiting for the laugh because he, he did his line and then he like gave us this expectant. Yeah, you better laugh. Them jaybirds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. That was good. I like that. I'm, we're not going to go any farther than that. All right. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me five golden rings. Five Jerry's rings. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to go with uh, uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. So, I mean, if they had six something, then, you know, a couple other teams would be able to be in there. But anyway. All right. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me six geese a laying. The bottom six teams in the NFL. Because they <laughs> land in <them> eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing up gooses. Uh, yep. right? uh, on the, well, who would that be even? I, I'm, I'm curious to see who well, it would be. Well, we know the, it's the Bengals. The Bengals, the Dolphins. Bengals, Dolphins, Giants. Jets. Jets are five and nine. Jets. Cardinals and... Well, Lions. Redskins. Redskins. Lions. Lions. Oh, Redskins are yeah. worse than the Redskins. Lions. Lions are actually worse than the Cardinals, so yeah, it'd be the yeah. Lions. Ooh. So, yeah. Lions beat the or Redskins. Or Cardinals, Cardinals, Cardinals beat, beat the Lions. Yes, they did. All right. Uh, on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love sent to me seven swans a-swimming. Now, I thought this one could have been one where you kind of threw in something about going over to London, but since you already did that, where are you going with this? Don't look at me. I got nothing on this one. <laughs> Anything I touch, anything saying a bird, everybody kind of just makes fun of me anyway. Seven swans a-swimming. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers front seven. Yeah. Ooh. Because that brings me back to Nick okay. Bosa doing the slide across oh, the... Oh, that was beautiful. Very good. That the, was the excellent. swim excellent. against the Redskins. So. Well done. Yep, yep. And they're just swimming through those offensive they lines. They are. Getting the... Getting the getting the sacks, looking good. All right, on the eighth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me eight maids a milking. 
uh, the Cowgirls or the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> I mean, those are the two most obvious easy picks because you got everybody calls the cow. Uh, everybody who hates the Cowboys calls the Cowboys the Cowgirls, and then also you've got uh, big burly whatever up there in Minnesota, and they have maids and they milk. I was gonna go with the Packers because milking is dairy related. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. And cheese. Yeah, eight maids of milking. That's kind of the way that their uh, office has been playing lately too. Bunch of girls. Anyway, on the. Th- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll let you comment on that when we get to that game. Right, I'll on, comment on it. On the ninth day of Christmas, this is going well. I think this is going well. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me. Since we already did the girl one, this is going to be interesting to see what we come up with here. Nine. Ladies dancing. Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys cheerleaders. <laughs> because even when the Cowboys lose, they still win. <laughs> I mean, you got to Family friendly. Oh, you yeah. got to go with Trent. Blew that out last week anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. That's very true. You got to go with the true. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. They have their own TV show. You're true. Yep. Okay. All right. True story. On the 10th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me 10 lords a-leaping. Ten lords leaping. I got to go with Zeke and Todd Gurley and Saquon Barkley and basically every other running back that leaps over Christian defenders. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Them them, them high flying. High stepping. High stepping. <laughs> high steppers. All right. So shout out to all you running backs out there. On the 11th day of Christmas, my true love sent to me 11 pipers piping. And I'm going, um, this is for you, Matt. Eleven Pipers piping is for all of you that are on the Ravens bandwagon. Mm, I like that. Horn. I like that. <laughs> well done, the sir. Horn for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I mean, call, call me a Piper piping. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be a Peterson Piper. <laughs> <laughs> that picked a peck of pickled peppers. Yes. <laughs> I, I was I gonna go all. with the Minnesota fans and that. Oh yeah, with the horns. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Some skull. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Skulls tobacco. <laughs> well, yes. They do their little skull but clap. They, yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love sent to me twelve drummers drumming. Every single bandwagon fan out there who keeps jumping around from the Patriots to the Ravens to the whoever's current Seahawks to whoever's currently good this year. Bandwagon. Josh this Dyer. one's for you. <laughs> and that's another person we need to make sure is listening to this podcast. It's true. So, so many need to be part of this so that we can just make sure that they're a part of this. All right. Well, that does it for the 12 days of Christmas. That was good. Good job, Jai. That was pretty funny. Good job. That was All off right. the cuff, too. That was. Just think if we prepared for this. <laughs> just think if we did anything prepared for this podcast. Yeah, that's true. Yes. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get on to our next segment. Hi! Second and long, we're going to get into all these games today. Full slate of games, and as we said, a bunch of teams clinched playoff spots. Uh, There were some surprising games, some really hard-fought games, and uh, some that just really didn't matter. So, Matt, why don't you go ahead and get kicked off with that Thursday night game? All right, Thursday night game, it was the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, I'm piping that pipe. Um, 42, the New York Jets, 21. Yep, went about as we thought it would do. And they went out there and they just demolished them. Lamar Jackson doesn't throw a ton, but when he does, he makes his throws count. He threw five touchdowns. That's what's infuriating about Lamar Jackson. I mean, what he had He's less good. than 200 yards, right? Mm-hmm. He had like or just six, 200, 16 yeah. completions. It was under 20 completions, and five yeah, of them are touchdowns. Dimes. 
He threw dimes. I, okay, but and see, did you watch that game at all? I didn't. I didn't really oh. care to. When he throws the ball, though, it looks good. Like they zip in there. That's he's they he's got really an arm zip in there. He does. He had 15 um, completions, 212 yards. He does yards, have a funky release, though. Five, five to, it, and it, he didn't really rush for a whole lot either. No, he didn't. Man. But he did. He down. did break uh, number seven's record. Yeah, good for him. Um, so yeah, good, good for Lamar. And I thought Vic handled it well. And uh, yeah, and congratulating nice him. Congratulations. So. That was good. That was nice. Yeah. It was against the Jets. I mean, not not that it matters because we knew Baltimore was going to do this either way. It's not like this is a surprise. They were supposed to do this, and they've been doing it to good teams. But it was I want to see how he Jets. faces up against the Steelers secondary with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, because um, Fitzpatrick is going to be by far the smartest. Um, well, I don't know. He did play Gilmore. Yeah, um, but. But we'll he didn't we'll really see. throw a whole lot. Well, I, I, maybe. I guess he did. But I don't think he was throwing on Gilmore that game. I was in Baltimore that night, and it was a madhouse. I'm sorry. Well, are sure. we still discussing if they're the best team in the NFL? I thought this was already done. No, we're, talking about, we even, we're talking about when they, they could face beat a the Patriots. Test. They will oh. not beat Belichick. What do you mean the true test? What else do you want them to do? They beat every single other good team in the NFL. There's no test left. They won't. They beat passed Belichick them all. Twice. Not happening. They already beat them all. What, they won't what do you beat mean Belichick a true twice. test? I don't. Okay. What, what do you mean true test? What team is left? Who do you want them to beat now? They're gonna play the Steelers defense that's been playing <laughs> out of its mind. Steelers have number one. They have a defense in the NFL. Blah blah The Steelers defense is the number one defense in the league right now. Yeah. I don't care. They'll still beat them. It doesn't matter. But I want to see what he does. If Wait. he can, hey, listen to this. So what? You're gonna nitpick on this guy if he doesn't beat you bad enough? No. Well, what, what? What are we trying to prove here then? Why? Look, why are we saying we need to wait for him to watch the Steelers' defense? Because I just need him to. Yeah. Uh huh. I just need him. To. Okay. He's a Steelers well, fan. He hates the Ravens. Week seventeen. <laughs> all right. Week seventeen. When the Steelers and Ravens play each other, if Lamar Jackson does that to the Steelers, I will at that point make my personal public apology. To Lamar Jackson. Does what? Does he have to throw for five touchdowns? Because that's not normal. I don't care who you are. Hmm. You're, you're asking unreal. You well, want consistent, me, unrealistic. Me, if what, he can do this Trent, all the time, if he can do this all the time, then he's the best quarterback ever. Let's ask Trent. What's a realistic line for him to do against the Steelers that would be impressive that would make me have to apologize? You tell me. Against that secondary for Lamar Jackson? Yes. I would say... Anywhere from 250 to 300 okay, so through the air. He doesn't over, usually throw for that much. Over 250 yards. Okay, and, over 250. Okay, okay. All right, we'll make it Lamar Jackson numbers then since we have to stilt it because he's a running quarterback. I still think he's got to we'll throw go for at least between 250. Between two and 250. I think he needs to throw at least 250. Three touchdowns. Okay. Doable. Over 80 on the ground. And a touchdown. He doesn't I mean, have, to, he doesn't have yeah. to run okay. for the all right, touchdown. All right, so 250 through the air and three. And eighty okay. on the ground. Okay. If he does that against the Steelers, you will publicly apologize. I will publicly. I will. I will wear the shirt wear the on shirts. air. On air for at least you two to see. Well, actually, no. That's the 29th. We won't even be together then. <laughs> I will wear it for somebody to see. You will take a picture. I will and take you will a picture post and it. Post it on the Instagram Thank so that you. everybody can see that I was Thank wearing you. the shirt and making a public apology. Next week, Jason's wearing a shirt. Lamar, that's Go two, like the picture. It's two it's weeks. Week seventeen. Oh, two weeks. weeks. Okay. So all right. next game, he'll probably be he'll be sitting that game. When? You're going to rest him that game anyway. Week 17 is last week. Oh, that's, still an, that's, still an, <laughs> that's still an important game for both teams. 
Aw, shucks. All right, we're going to move on from Lamar Jackson now. Go ahead, Trent. All right, so next up we have uh, Philadelphia and Washington. And this actually <laughs> this actually was a good game. Um, yeah, it was. It, it was a great game, actually. Um, every game at this point of the season is, is a must-win for Philly. Um, I think that's pretty evident. You know, yeah. they, they have to win out to win the division have and to. get in the playoffs. Um, but uh, – my my biggest thing takeaway from this game was Haskins finally is showing some flashes that he can be a decent quarterback. Now the Eagles have a subpar, far subpar secondary, but Haskins didn't make a lot of mistakes early. He did have the fumble at the end of the game when they were driving and Eagles returned it for a touchdown to make it a more lopsided score than it really was. Um, but Wentz needs some help. Um, yeah, and I know that they have injuries. That's one of the things that makes me really upset about Eagles fans is when the Cowboys lose, it's because the Cowboys are terrible. When the Eagles lose, it's because everybody's injured. Injuries are part of football, people. Um, they have only wide receivers left on their team. They're from their practice squad. Literally, they're pulling people off Literally. the street. Still part it's, of football. Mark Wahlberg's then you, come then and you take... go. Then you go get the guy who caught the baby from the when Bill when the like, Cowboys hey, gave. <laughs> <laughs> the the Cowboys started giving up tons of rushing yards. Leighton Van Der Esch has been out for five games. Yeah, that's it's our starting li- middle linebacker. I mean, it's a thing. It's a thing. All of your starting, you weren't pulling people off your practice squad to fill in holes there, dude. There were people playing today. I had no idea who they were. Yeah, they're catching touchdowns. And that's me. I had no idea who they were. I mean, so that's neither here nor there. We'll get to the Cowboys later. Um. But can Carson Wentz throw to anyone other than Zach Ertz? He doesn't. And have I, I get, else to throw to. I, he Zach did throw Ertz. a touchdown. He know their name. He did throw a touchdown to some guy named Ward. Good for you, there, uh, there, uh, Carson. But um, are you going up against Zach Ertz? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, my biggest takeaway from this is I really think that the Giants and the Redskins are laying down to spite the Cowboys. So. <laughs> Next week, if the Cowboys win, obviously we're in. Um, yeah, you know much so, to worry about there. Like I said last podcast, biggest game of the year. It's got to be next week. Yeah. So absolutely. All right, Houston and Tennessee. This is battle for first place in the AFC South, and what a game this one was. Houston wins twenty-four to twenty-one over Tennessee. A bounce-back game for Houston. And uh, their D, that has been the issue, that has been the question mark all year, steps up against Ryan Tannehill. And who who was it that said Houston was was going to win that division? That was me, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. it? I can't remember. Oh, remember and, and they made Tana Thrill look not so great today. So it's very true. Um, this is what I want to say about Carlos Hyde. Great pickup for Houston. Underrated. Yeah, was a great pickup for my fantasy team, except I didn't start him today. Sorry, buddy. But he really was. I mean, I don't know if either of you guys saw any of this game, but I was yeah, watching I most watched of it. it. Yep. Good game. Great he, game. Carlos Hyde. Carlos, he was first, running First 1,000-yard season of his career. Which is surprising. Really? He, was in, he was in Cleveland. Well, no, he was in San Francisco. Before that, he took over yeah. Frank Gore in San Francisco. That's true. And he was decent there. So good for him. He never had a. Did he ever have a full season though in San Francisco? He, no, he got hurt. He got hurt. He was injury prone. He didn't have quarterback. But really. first thousand yard season. Congratulations, to Carlos Hyde. Yeah, good for him. Um, I think it's very clear 
that Tennessee, the Titans, as much as Ryan Tannehill has been good this year, but they run through Derrick Henry. Because when he left the game in the second quarter, I think it was, or third quarter for a little bit, uh, their drive stalled. There's they, no threat. They Deion Lewis is not a threat. They couldn't move the ball at all. So, so no, Tennessee... The offense doesn't run through Tannehill. It runs through uh, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, yes. Now, Houston, credit to them, they held him without 100 yards this year, which is the first time in I don't know how many games, but it's been several. So good for them. Um, I will say that for Tennessee, even though they lost this game, boy, A.J. Brown is good at football. Both of those receivers are from Ole Miss. Oh, man. A.J. Brown and, and Metcalf. And Metcalf, but A.J. Brown... He is. He might be as shifty as Antonio Brown, but he's bigger. He's as sh- as shifty as Antonio, as strong as Julio. Julio? I, I yeah. mean, he's not. I don't think he's quite as big as Julio, but he's still but he's a big strong. Guy. Yeah, he is strong. He makes those contested catches. Yeah, he's, so he's good, and that's that is whether or not they win the division this year. Which I I wonder if we speculate, could they have? done better if Tannehill had been the starter from the beginning of the year instead of trying to go yeah, with Mariota. Possibly, yeah. But that's a good combo there. The quarterback with Tannehill, running back with Derrick Henry, and the wide receiver with A.J. Brown. So, uh, And I think A.J. Brown makes Corey Davis shine a little bit more, too, because A.J. Well, Brown Corey, takes all the attention, yeah. and Corey Davis has talent. He just has never developed. No, and hes I don't think he's the number one wide receiver, but as a two, I think he's definitely good. Uh, so Houston is now in first place. Haven't clinched anything yet. They play again in two more weeks in, in Houston. Houston. Yeah. That's going to be a game to watch. See, the Titans have an issue, too, because they have to play the Saints next. And so let's say they are battling the Steelers for that wild card spot. Um, you're going to have to make it through two very good teams to close out your season. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them. Um, uh, I didn't see who Houston played. Uh, Houston plays uh, the Buccaneers. Uh, on actually Saturday of this week. I feel like that could be a kryptonite team for the Texans. It really could be. Jameis Winston throwing bombs all over them. It's in Tampa Uh Bay, so it'll be interesting to to see what happens there. Luckily, Deshaun Watson has the weapons to to do the same thing. Exactly, against a terrible Tampa Bay secondary. So, so anyway. All right, Uh, Matt, what you got for these two terrible teams all right Miami and Giants are the two terrible teams referring to the Giants won 36 to 20 and hey Eli is back to 500 Was as a he starter one, 120 and 120 I don't know how many it I is I think it's 120 and 120 all right well this was the last That's, home game for him and a 500 average for Eli sounds about right yeah, it does. That's what I would expect his career record to be. Two Super Bowls, though, so he's going to the Pro Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. But hey. You mean the Hall of Fame? Yeah. He, he, yeah, he ain't going to no, he ain't yeah, going no Pro Bowl. This year. He you ain't know, going to no Pro Bowl. Uh, Stephen A. had a had an argument about this the other day, and, and we, we need to discuss that somewhere down the road about Eli. and They were comparing Eli and Donovan McNabb because Stephen A. said, Donovan McNabb is a sure thing Hall of Famer, and Eli is not. So I don't know how he, I don't know how he got a guy who's been to one Super Bowl and lost is somehow more Hall of Fame worthy than a guy that has gone to two Super Bowls and won both of them against the greatest quarterback of all time. Their talent may be close to the same, but I mean, oh no, Donovan got- McNabb's talent was certainly better. But as a passer, but Donovan used his legs a lot. He did too. use his legs a lot more, but. That like I said, neither here nor there. I just thought that was an interesting argument. Hey, I'll say uh, 
thanks, New York. Stay classy. They went out there and they gave him a good standing ovation for his last game. So there was a lot of love for Eli in this game. They've booed him a lot in his career, too. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, they've, they've given him a lot of garbage. And so. yeah. I mean, that's New York, though, right? I mean, and it's Eli. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's New York. It's par for the course for both of them. They're going to, yeah, they're going to boo you while you're there. And, you know, hey, they're still great. Eli legitimately that personifies par for the course. <laughs> he, <laughs> he does. He's literally par. He's li- the look on his yep. face is literally par. Yep. So. so the future of the Giants officially started today because, I mean, for at, at their stadium. I know he still has two more games. But, you know, it starts now. So we'll see what you guys do. Yeah, I, I'm just thankful that Saquon finally got going. I know it was against Miami. I was actually happy to see that. Man, yeah, speaking of that, my fantasy team just completely blew up today, and it doesn't matter. Where's so. the nobody cares button? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares. Okay. All no right. one cares Thank how you. we did on your fantasy team. This is very true. Well, I was thankful that he at least got going, and two touchdowns. Uh, on the ground. And, and that's then, just mad because he traded you, Saquon. He is very true. Oh, but no, it doesn't matter it. because guess what? Where are we at the end of the day? He gets to keep Saquon for next year. Well, I mean, I got Aaron Jones. Big He's deal. got a good point. Wait, are you saying Aaron Jones is, is, is a better keeper than Saquon? I mean, I'm not necessarily saying that, but I made the moves that I needed to make to try and win the season. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd rather you know make moves and make myself competitive, which yeah, looking back, obviously it wasn't a good move, but you, you know, traded for the most injury prone running back in the league. He didn't get injured, he just didn't get used. <laughs> and he's still not getting used. All he's right. Still not getting used. Into the getting blizzard. traded end of the season market right now. It's true. Into the blizzard that was Kansas City. Woo! This was a good one. All right. So, Drew Locke returning home. Grew up right outside of uh Kansas City. Um and he definitely came back down to earth. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I don't. I don't think he necessarily played bad. He just didn't throw three hundred yards and three <laughs> touchdowns. And he didn't um, play good. He 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 didn't play good, but he didn't play like he didn't make a lot of mistakes. No. He just it just wasn't there, and which is crazy because Kansas City's not really known for their defense. Um, but cold weather. He better get used to it. He plays in Denver. Um. But he did play his college ball at Missouri, so it's pretty cold up there too. It's true. Um, I think he'll be okay going forward. Um, my thing about this game is is uh, if Mahomes and Tyreek Hill do not get hurt, where are the Chiefs at right now? Because a lot of their losses were during that stretch when they either didn't have either one or they didn't have one or the other. Yeah, they're a good team. Ten and four. They are, and I agree. I agree. I wonder if they're better than Houston. I don't think they're better than Houston. Um, I don't think that, but that's okay. I'm a man of my word. I'm not going to go back on that. Um, So here's here's the losses for the Chiefs. They lost Green Bay. What up? They lost to Green Bay. What week? Uh, looks like week eight, I believe. So Mahomes wasn't in. Mahomes was not in. Yeah, Tyreek Hill was back. They lost to the Texans in Week Six. They lost. Back Wait, they to lost to who? The Texans. Who? That's when we had this yes. whole argument. Yeah. Wait, who? <laughs> I under, look, I understand. I understand. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They make it to the playoffs. Absolutely, the Kansas City Chiefs will destroy them. We'll see. They will annihilate. And them. And they lost to the Colts. Back to back weeks, Colts and Texans. So, yeah, I, I think it's definitely something. I would say they probably have. Well, maybe. I think Mahomes, even when he was in for a while there, he was not healthy. No. Um, and they they definitely could be battling for the top spot. Yeah, in the absolutely. AFC. Um, but 
real quick at the at the end of this, um, the, the statistics weren't all that great in this game. Um, no, uh, but I, I do. Unless think, you want to give the snowfall inches, I do think that the the future is looking good in Denver it, with Drew Locke. Yeah. I mean, you got a good run, a good stud running back in uh, in Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. Um, you got Cortland Sutton. Yeah. You got Noah Fant. Right. I I really think that they have the pieces on offense. Um, now, if they can, you know, shore up their defense, I think that they'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll look to see what happens in Denver. All right. Tampa Bay and Detroit. Tampa Bay wins this one 38-17. Surprisingly enough, Tampa Bay is now back to 500. At seven and seven, unfortunately, they're having to do it without Mike Evans. He had to go leave the game, probably done for the rest of the year with a hamstring injury last week. Um, I'm going to say this: we've had a lot of debate in this podcast since the start of the season about what the Buccaneers and Bruce Arians are going to have to do with Bruce uh, with Jameis Winston. I think they're going to have to stick with him. I mean, they're not going to be in a position where they can draft an immediate replacement. No. There's not going to be many free agents on the market. Especially with Tannehill, I like. I think a, a guy like Tannehill would have been their best bet. I mean, maybe a Mariota, but I wouldn't take Mariota over Winston. Not over Winston. Um, I just really don't. Maybe Cam. Maybe. But I, I really think is he that really going to be that much better? It's not going to be that much better. That's no, the thing. That, that's the be. thing with with Winston is he's he's going to go out there and sling the ball for four hundred yards and four touchdowns, but he's also going to turn it over a lot and potentially cost your team games. So, they have a decision to make. Um, Jameis Winston is a roller coaster. You can't pay him, yeah. though. It, that- is, it is up and down for the entire game season. But at the end, you pull into the station and you said that was fun. Now, whether or not it was worth anything. This roller coaster makes you throw up a lot, though. <laughs> yeah. It is it does. true. I it mean, is true. But it- don't most good roller coasters... No, what? they make you. They make. They <laughs> yeah. make, most good roller coasters make you black out. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think some. Which I think some like to they, do. They black out in the middle because they're like, oh. But everybody behind you at the roller coaster is not gonna be like, yeah, dude, threw up. Must be a good roller coaster. <laughs> like that roller coaster sucks. <laughs> everybody behind you is getting hit by the spray. Yeah, great roller coaster, guys. Never mind. Clearly. My my thing is good, good opinions of roller coasters. My thing with Jameis Winston is you cannot pay him. No, you can't. You can't you, dump. And a contract. he's going to want a long term contract, and you cannot give a guy like that a long term contract. That, that that's it. Yeah. Um, so the Bucks had or Jameis Winston. All right, I saw the stat had two. We talked about this beforehand. Two hundred twenty yard one yard passing yards in the first quarter. The Lions had one total yard. Now, that being said, Lions with one total yard, by the end of the game, it had kind of evened out because Detroit finished with 295 total yards. So they finished in three quarters with almost 300 yards. So as good as that first quarter was for Tampa Bay, they still need help on defense, which we've been saying that all year long. For the Lions, last week, we said David Blah was playing for him, and he came out and played again the first half. He starts to roll in the second half a little bit, and we got David Wow. It would help if you said David Blau I went thought to it, David Wow. David Bleh. 
Blau went to David Well. Anyway, whatever. But very quickly, within two drives, he led it on very two long touchdown drives to make this game interesting. I think with with a healthy Stafford and a healthy Marvin Jones, and again, I said it earlier, injuries are part of football. Next man up is a real thing. This would have been a different game because Stafford is clearly a better quarterback. But, yeah, David Blau is, is <laughs> not a – no, he's not an NFL I, quarterback. No, I and they're going to be glad when Stafford comes back next year and when Driscoll comes back as the backup. Yes, for sure. Tampa Bay, uh, as we said, they had no Evans. This is kind of the theme today with injuries. They had no Mike Evans, and they lose Chris Godwin, which they're limping to the end. These guys just kind of limped first. I mean, so, you're not going to make the playoffs, so... No, at this point, you got to rest these guys and just shut them down for right now. Um, so, anyway, all right, talk, tell us about the pack there, Matt. All right, Green Bay 21, Chicago 13. This one was a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Man, Green Bay is so inconsistent on offense. We're so streaky. In the third in the third quarter, we just moved the ball whenever we wanted to, just at will. But the rest of the time, it would just it wasn't going on. Nothing was happening. The offense still runs through Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones wasn't rolling, so that means the Packers offense wasn't rolling. Uh this team is going to be one and done in the playoffs. Green Bay's going to go out there. We'll be one and done. That's a hot take, wow. man. Yeah, because, look. With number 12 under center. Yes, because number 12 doesn't look like number 12 this year. He looks like some other guy. I don't know who he is, but he's not number 12. I mean, his call to Devontae Adams where he was fourth and four, and he's like, no, let's go for it. And then he hit a dime to Devontae Adams for a touchdown. That was great. I'm like, oh, look, number 12 is back. And then the rest of the game is just. Yuck. You think that's between him and the head coach a little bit? Yeah, I don't I don't I mean, isn't he older than LaFleur? Yeah, I think well, he's either older or just like it's about the same age yeah. or LaFleur's maybe older by a year. Uh I don't see a lot of uh tension between them on on the sidelines. It doesn't look like that. They're not yelling at each other or anything like that. It's just the offense is so inconsistent. We can move the ball on anyone for a couple drives. And then we're back to this three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Shout out to the um, the guy we picked up to return kicks because we returned a kick to like the 40-yard line, and I haven't seen that in a very <laughs> long time, which is nice. The Packers showed any kind of life on special teams, but the offense has got to change or we're one and done in the playoffs. Every single game we win, it's an ugly win. And everybody's like, oh, that's, it's an ugly win. That's okay. You know, still wins a win. W is W, even though it's ugly. Everything is ugly. Every yeah. game we win is ugly. Are you just playing to your competition? Because, I mean, you've had some good wins this year, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess. But, man, it's, why has it got to be so ugly? Why has it all got to be ugly? Matt, why, maybe you can answer this for me. I <laughs> So, how can... Talent-wise... And his history and NFL history, I think Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers rank up there pretty close to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but does Aaron Rodgers just not like tight ends? Because a guy like Jimmy Graham, who was, I mean, flourished in New, or- in New Orleans. Have you seen this guy? Play I know he this is. Year? I know he is. But Jared Cook played for the. For the Packers two years ago. Jared Cook did well when he was with the Packers. And Jared Cook, but he's doing better in New Orleans. Green Bay has never, at least... So, are they just... Does Rodgers just not throw to tight ends? Since what? Bubba Franks? I was going to say, they've never supported a good tight end. Jermichael Finley 
had the talent, got injured early. Got injured, and it was then sad. That was it. So sad. But that was the last legit tight end that we've had there. But well, no, we don't. We don't throw to tight ends really. I just want to say, the last play of this game, the Bears. Scary. The yeah, that Bears. Was scary. Oh my goodness. If that guy had, if, if they he had seen, that, if he had seen Tariq Cohen behind him, game over. Look, well, tie, been a, maybe look, a tie. Could have been maybe. a tie. I was like, relax. It still would have just been tied at that point. And look, I was sitting there watching this thing, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Trubisky. I know this guy. He'll throw a pick in a minute. And I can't tell my brother. He's got another pick left in him. Because there have been, should have been so many picks that he should have thrown that we just dropped or something like that happened. But literally, I said, oh, that's okay. He's still got a pick left in him. He'll throw a pick. And then he threw the pick to, to Dean Lowry. We just jumped up and took it. I was like, there's Trubisky. <laughs> but our defense played awesome, and the offense couldn't do anything, except in the third quarter. It is the Bears' defense, so that's got to be part yeah, of they're, it. They're, they're good. Yeah. yeah. Remember the very, uh, the very first episode we ever recorded? I said, these will be two totally different teams by the time they play again at the end of the season. And they yes. are. No, they're the same teams. <laughs> they're exactly the same. They're the sorry. Packers' defense won it for them. And the Packers' offense was struggling and inconsistent and sucked. Yes, that's true. Uh, yep. Same teams. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Trent. All right. Uh, so we're moving on to New England and Cincinnati. Uh, started off close. Um, yeah. Well, I, I re- checked this game the first time the Patriots were down. I really think that that's because the Patriots' D obviously didn't get to view the footage from the sideline <laughs> um, before the game. But then they saw that Fox put it on live tv so they were like hmm at halftime and they watched it and then they're like wait a minute now we know what they're gonna do so um oh, man you know new england cheaters uh i mean how many times do you have to get caught cheating before I somebody's know. gonna do Look, something about I don't understand. it understand if you're spying on the literal worst team in football you are absolutely but how do a shadow but how do we know everyone i was yes. about to say exactly like we we can't prove it but they have yeah. to be. I mean, no, you know said, they are. You know they've they come are. out and said that they have people posing as media members to get on the sidelines, and then their cameras just happen to pan over to the other team. It's like, come on, man. At what at what point are they gonna just say, "Hey, Belichick, you gotta stop cheating, man"? It's ridiculous. Like, what? So whatever. It ended up being a blowout. Um, I will say this though: Joe Mixon ran he all looked great over. This defense. He looked really good. And this boogeyman defense is what they call themselves. I don't know if, you know, somebody in the NFL looked under the bed and said, <laughs> boogeyman, you're not really that scary. Uh, Gilmore is the boogeyman. But that, dude that dude's a bad amazing. dude. But I, the Patriots D just hasn't been the not, Patriots D. Not Other than the this, Gilmore they return still for a touchdown. Scored 13 points, right? I know, but this is the Bengals, and Joe Mixon ran behind that atrocious offensive line ran for over 130 yards. And I Joe Mick credit where credit's due, Joe Mixon's a great running back. We all knew that when he was coming out of college, other than when he was beating women. But Joe Mixon is I mean, he's a good running back, but that offensive line is terrible. And mm-hmm. and they should not have he should not have done that to the Patriots defense. Um Cincinnati outgained the Patriots three fifteen to two ninety one. The well, only reason why that this game was like it was is because Andy Dalton was playing quarterback and threw four interceptions. Threw four picks. Didn't I mean, Gilmore have two of them? I think so. I think yeah. so, yeah. Um, but I, I will say, um, I, I think that 
a current Bengal who is not playing will be playing for the Patriots next year. AJ Green. AJ Green, because that's what they do. They it's take time. they take yeah. old as dirt receivers and turn them into superstars like Randy Moss. Um, yeah. And oh man, how scary is that going to be? Oh, AJ Green's going to dominate next year. Yeah, he's going to have um, a monster year. But I do think there is um, a bright future for Inkeel Harry. Yes, um, I think that he, had he great touchdown he, catch. Oh, it's great, and that's two in the last three weeks that mm-hmm. he's had really solid touchdown catches. He should have had another one, but I got called back for, for a the, bogus. For the bogus. Oh man, that was bad. Yeah, but bad uh, but I think overall, Patriots did to Cincinnati what everybody expected. Um, Spied on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. No, we we saw this one coming. Yeah, I mean, um, but man, it's still have the Bengals secured the. They have not secured the number one draft pick yet. No, because, because the Giants, the Giants, and the Redskins both have only three wins. And the Lions, well, the Lions have a tie. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think that. I mean, we, well, I'm not going to say anything more about it. But Brady's still looking old. Still looking old in this that's game. Why, that's he also why he made some good throws. That's why AJ Green though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna bring youth back into that that team. All right, Seattle and Carolina. Another game that looked like it was over early and then was interesting at the end. And Seattle wins thirty to twenty four. Watching this game at the beginning of this game, Carolina had no motivation for most of this game. I mean, they were playing lethargic. They were playing slow. They were letting Russell Wilson throw wherever he wanted to. They were letting Chris Carson run wherever he wanted to. Um, and and their their defense, despite some issues, um, they were down four starters before this game. And uh, Bobby Wagner would leave in the game. But they were still able to, to control the Panthers' offense. Kyle Allen looked like a rookie most of this game through three picks. Christian McCaffrey obviously still had his... Uh, first Panther player ever with 2,000 yards from scrimmage. So good for him. Good for him. Um, Still won't get MVP, though. Nope. But well, he, it's a quarterback league. Exactly. Running back's not going to win the MVP. Carolina found some life towards the end of this game, though. And, I, again, I think it was because of those injuries for Seattle. Um, but, you know, Seattle really has, at least in this game, they've struggled recently a couple games before this. They found balance in both the rush and the pass in this game. So if this is, at least on offense, peak Seattle, hopefully they'll get these defensive players back. How far can Seattle go in the playoffs? they got to have a home game. They're capable of beating any team in this league. Well, yeah. I mean, that that was well, proven when they that. beat the 49ers. Yeah. I mean, they are... They have to have a home game. They are the number one seed right now, I believe. Yeah, with 49ers lost today. Yeah. Oh, dang, they are? Yeah. Because, yep. cool. I, I mean, they have the same record as the 49ers and the Packers, but I think I think that no, they, they are. They have the tiebreaker. the number one seed. So that's that's impressive. That's scary. That means <laughs> that means, that means that San means Fran's everybody. coming to Dallas. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I think – well, and if they have the number one seed, that means they've uh, – Everybody's got to come to Home Seattle. Game. That's got to be scary. So, I mean, they've already played San Francisco and won. So Wait, the Saints don't have the number one seed? No, Saints are 10-3. and They uh, still have to yeah. play. Yeah. Um, so, I think it, honestly, I really think it's going to come down to Seattle and the Saints for number one seed. Yeah. And whoever gets it, both tough places to play. And I'm pretty sure the 40 Winers have to go to yeah. Seattle. Seattle. Still. Seattle. Yeah. That last game of the season. 
Man. That'll be a good game. Yeah, it will. Yeah, you, uh, do you will. do you rest your starters? No, no absolutely you not. You got to fight for that number one. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, they got to They because I mean, Ooh. San Francisco. As much as you know, they lost to Seattle. They don't want to. They still want the number one. They want at least have to play Seattle again at home. So or they're New all ten home. and three. New Orleans is ten and three. Uh, Green Bay, Seattle, and San Francisco are all eleven, 11 and three. Eleven and three. Uh, mm-hmm. New Orleans just hasn't played this week. So and they play the Colts. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Tomorrow night. All right, uh, Matt. Tell us about the uh, Minnesota Vikings home game uh, out there in Los yeah. Angeles. Everybody has a home game against the Chargers. <laughs> Literally, it's though, just... this stadium looked like a Minnesota home game. That's the way it looked when the Packers were there. That's also true. Like a Packer home it's game. Just purple. Yeah. Minnesota thirty-nine, Chargers ten, and the Chargers went out there and charged it away because they had seven turnovers. Four fumbles, three interceptions, should have had a fifth fumble and set their franchise record. They didn't because Keenan Allen recovered it. So they only tied their franchise record of seven turnovers. Um, So both wide receivers from Minnesota are finally healthy. Great. No, didn't Diggs leave? Didn't Diggs leave? I I think he's okay. I think he just left as a precaution. Okay, because I know he Well, they both started the game. They took his helmet away from him on the sideline. so. So Cook went down. And I hope he's out for next week. Did they week. say what his issue was? Wasn't uh, it an elbow? I, I, haven't, I haven't seen anything on that. I don't, yeah, I didn't hear either. I just know he left I, the game. I just saw him over there kind of like stretching his arm. Yeah. So I didn't. Okay, honestly, even though the Packers are wildly streaky on offense and everything, I'm not scared of these jokers. I'm really not. Uh, I don't think Kirk Cousins can do what, well. He doesn't do well against teams over 500. We know that. He doesn't do well in prime time. We know that. And also, uh, we're going to be in his face sacking him all night long, and I think he's going to throw some picks. Well, if he's so, with, if, he, if he's without any of his offensive options, then that's going to be an issue for him. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm honestly not scared of Minnesota. Are you scared really of their not. defense at all? Because their defense it is... doesn't matter who's on defense because the Green Bay's offense is going out there and be streaky. So it doesn't matter. Defense is sure. inconsequential. You and think they they're actually, better than the Bears' defense? No, no, not at all. Yeah, they actually did give up more yards uh, to the Chargers than they actually gained. Phillip Rivers just slinging it around. Yeah, Kirk Cousins only had something like 210 yards or something yeah, small didn't like have that. Yeah, that much. because it's Kirk Cousins. Well, and yeah. I think part of it had to be had to be because Dalvin Cook went down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they got Daniel, Mike Daniel Boone well, out there. Well, he scored like two touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, Boone. <laughs> oh, Boone. Oh, Mike Boone. So, all right. Uh, Trent, uh, let's see. Another kind of really poopy game. Between two poopy teams. Um, So I don't know if y'all saw this, but the NFL's power rankings. (laughs) The NFL's power rankings had Jacksonville Jacksonville as number 32. So they they went from being what most people at the beginning of the year thought would be, you know, at least a playoff contender. Yeah. um, To the number 32 ranking. I don't understand that. I don't either, but maybe it's just based on how they're playing right now. I That's usually how power rankings work. Must be. Um, Would you say that Jacksonville's looking a little henpecked? <laughs> that was bad. I really tried not to laugh at that. That was bad. You did. You gave me my satisfaction. So, um, welcome. highlight from this game, I think Josh Jacobs has proved that he is a NFL running back. Man, um, man, he already proved that. Well, he did, but this dude has a fractured shoulder. Coming in and that's, playing. That's tough for a running back to have. A, I mean, you take 
a beating as a running back, especially an every down back like him. Absolutely. Um, especially when you have a quarterback like Derek Carr. Derek Carr gets booed off the field uh for and I yep. is that that's their last time at the Coliseum? Yep. Yep. Way to way to just ruin that, like Oakland. Um Oakland lost. In the notes it says Oakland won. Oh, they did? Oh. They lost twenty to sixteen. Oh, never mind. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh man twenty to sixteen. Yes. They did. Um but the Raiders defense made Leonard Fournette look like the rest of his team, which is terrible. Um, which is I'm, surprising. I'm pretty sure Nick Foles is done in Jacksonville. Um, oh, hey, man. there's there's your Winston replacement right there. Yeah. Oh. But he's not a starter, so. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't rely on him to start. Maybe but, if they get uh, Foles and Mariota to come in, they can tell them both their backups. They could just have a dual quarterback Wait, thing going. Mariota doesn't play well off the bench. Well, he doesn't play well starting either. I know. Mariota doesn't play well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, the last time he played well, he had an O on his helmet. Um, That's his story. But, yeah, the Raiders, actually, they stopped Fournette. I think he had finished with uh, eight, 15 carries for 42 yards. Uh, you know, and this is a guy yeah, who's having a decent season mm-hmm. despite his terrible team. Uh, Minshew Magic didn't play too bad. No, not too bad. Um, but Derek Carr... God, why did the Raiders pay that man? Because he's he no bueno at football. No, no, no. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that. Yes. <laughs> all right. Cleveland and Arizona back to back Heisman winning first round picks from the University of Oklahoma battling it out in this game. Arizona wins. 38-24 in a game in which two teams who don't like to play D squared off. Arizona has given up 20-plus points in every single game this season. That's how bad it is for Arizona. I think, though, as you said before, Matt, that David Johnson's time is done. Mm-hmm. That's We've settled that, established that. They might have found a replacement for David Johnson in Kenyon Drake. He might be halfway good at football. If... He can fix yeah, his fumbles. Chase Edmonds did the same thing, though. If he can fix his fumbles. But I think... A, uh, I think Kenyon Drake's better than Chase Edmonds. And I think Kenyon Drake will thrive with a quarterback like Kyler Murray. Yes. Yeah. I, I think... I think it, Well, we saw even Kenyon Drake having a good year in Alabama in college when Blake Sims was the quarterback. And that's why, that's why I say that, because Blake Sims was a very mobile quarterback. Yes. And, and Kenyon Drake's more of that scat back... Right style. Yes, he's he, not. A, he's not just a run between the tackles exactly. every time. Yeah, so it was good um, for Arizona though. Air raid not so much for them. Kyler Murray threw it less than thirty times, which surprising. Yeah, wow, exactly. First time in his career. Um, well, and I think it's come down lately, and I think maybe Cliff Kingsbury is realizing uh, that uh, he needs some balance with Kyler Murray. Um, which I mean, they've got to get consistently running the football. He's got weapons on offense, so we'd like to see that. For Cleveland, how long before they blow that up again? Kitchens is gone. He's got for be, sure. Right? I mean, he he's he's out. Um, how many times you got to rebuild? How many times you got to start Cleveland. over? This isn't every other. You know, year this thing. just reminds me of that meme with the the jersey. The, the oh, they yeah, just yeah, keep yeah, replacing yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Baker is not a franchise quarterback. Between coaches and quarterbacks. I mean, you have the two turtle doves out there catching the ball. <laughs> and 
which, which I don't even think Odell's going to play there next year. Nope. I think he's he, he probably gone too. Not in so many words, but basically said he wanted Devontae out. Adams was chatting him up on Twitter, and I was like, oh, please, no. Don't <laughs> oh, I, do I that. that. I, I actually thought of you, and I was like, man, that's a way to blow up the Packers. That'd yeah. Be- yeah. I heard they were even thinking about Antonio Brown. I didn't hear that. Or anyway, I think that was, was when I, I think that was when Adams had his uh, oh his when he was toe. Yeah. So, anyway, so I, I think that yeah, Cleveland is it's it's almost time for for them, and it's kind of sad. Not really though, because if Cleveland burned to the ground, nobody would really cry. Anyway, let's get on to another game with a coach who had been on the hot seat, but apparently has Man, bought himself another season. I'll tell you what, Dan Quinn. <laughs> Old DQ is serving out L's cold as Matty Ice. He's serving these things out, dishing out like ice cream. How long did it take you to think of that? I actually came up with that off the top of my head as I was sitting in there. It shows. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. I'm not laughing oh, at that one. Oh, I got more. So Julio went off. Okay, Atlanta 29, San Francisco 22. How do you go, if you're, if you're uh, San Francisco, how do you go from the shootout at the N.O. Corral to this? Okay, what I like I this? like the No Corral. That, that's that good. Was pretty good. Good. Uh-huh. good job. Good, thank you. Thank that you. Was, that's that was good. good. I got it. Today. That's all right. It's well, cooking. No, I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know what happened to San Francisco because all the penalties went their way too, and they just kept they just the Atlanta just kept getting called for bogus roughing the passers and stuff like that. Everything went San Francisco's way, but they still lost the game. Just blows my mind. And this is the this best is, team. This is in the, the NFL NFC. this year. Yeah, but Richard Sherman did what wasn't playing. But is he really that important? I'm not. Your, so. I'm not I, sure. I, his I talent, defense, talent wise, he's not. Leader, but he's a leader. Yeah. That guy knows how to motivate people. Yeah, yeah. He's because I mean it showed. I, yeah, it, it really their their defense is not the same without him being on there. Maybe finally all that talent that we know is on the Falcons. Maybe they're finally starting to do something. Because if you have one of the best tight ends in the league, if you have a very good quarterback. If you have one of the best wide receivers in the league, and then you could another say, really good... I was going to say, you could yeah, arguably say two of the best. Yeah, two of the best wide receivers in the league. A really good running back. How does that not do something? Maybe they're just finally starting to do something. Maybe this is the time of the season where they're going to give their fans a little bit of hope for next year and then fall flat again. Maybe that's the truth. I don't know. Either way, I think Dan Quinn saved his job. That division's tough, though, because it goes through, as you said, the N.O. Corral. So. It's very true. And, and there's so, in, so much inconsistency in every other team but New Orleans. Yeah. You just don't know what you're going to get. Um, well, Falcons fans, you can peek from underneath those paper bags for a few weeks until next season when you got to just wear them the rest of the and way. you can enjoy your time in the peach tree with <laughs> the, the partridge. The, the partridge. <laughs> Hey, I'm full of I'm full of Atlanta quips today. Uh, all right. Uh, well, Trent finishes out with the last game of the day: the Cowboys right. and the Rams. America's Fort- game of the week on Fox. Um, so, I actually, <laughs> I actually wrote "ouch" yep. at the top of my uh, my notes, and that was actually like right when the game started. Um, mm-hmm. And then, and then I said, maybe I'll defer. Air quotes. This game to someone else. That means you want to you want to kick right twice. Uh, defense, defense. I want to kick. Kick. Kick? kick. Yes. Kick. Okay. Um, kick. I heard kick. So that dude just honestly, he looked like a, an old guy who he couldn't really, hear. He's like he's just, oh, wheelchair. Oh, right. So I, that debacle, I have no idea. I was actually happy because at the beginning of last week, I was like, Jason Garrett, 
Why on earth would you take the ball at the beginning of the game? You know that Dak Prescott plays better in the third quarter. That's been a thing all year. And this week, I was like, oh, Jason Garrett made the right pick. We we deferred. But then I hear we didn't defer. We said, hey, we'll let them have the ball now and later. Why is kicking an option? It shouldn't be. I don't think it should be. It's either it's we want the ball. Anyone want the, there shouldn't even be defer. <laughs> yeah. You should just say, we want to receive it now yeah. or in the second half. Yep. Yes. That's Absolutely. it. That should be that's, the only That's option. what the argument was. They said Dak Prescott did not say the word defer. That that is what they were saying, and then Dak was over there arguing with the ref, like, "No, I said defer." And when they rewound it back, he did say defer. It took him a few words to say it, but ultimately he said defer. So, um, what boots you want, honey? Oh, the ones with the defer. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear that every single time you said defer. I always thought like defer, like Def- the ones with defer, oh. the boots with defer. <laughs> All right, wow. so oh, now we're not. You know friendly. who did? You know, hey, hey, no, we'll we'll go with this though. You know who, who did oh, not? Bomb jeans too. No, you know who did not have boots with defer on that first kickoff? Kai Forbath. Kai Forbath. I almost cried. I was like, <laughs> at least Brett Maher didn't kick it out of bounds. Oh, but hey, Forbath, wow, you actually made a kick, and then you made another one, and then another one. Do you know and what I was that feels like, like? I was like. What is going on here? I was I was genuinely surprised and happy. Um, great first half, though. Uh, I was I was a little worried that the Cowboys. We were up on the Rams in that same building a few years ago. Huge lead, gave it up because of Todd Gurley. Um, but Matt and I were discussing this uh, pre-start of the podcast. In my opinion, and it is because I'm biased. Catch of the weir, uh, catch of the weir, catch of the year. <laughs> By Jason Witten. Old man Witt still has it. The dude, one-handed, didn't even, like, you know, a lot of times those one-handed catch catches, those guys will bring the other hand to kind of stabilize. Yeah. You know, just to make sure it's there. No. Nah. This thing stuck. Yep. Like a stick in the mud. Yep. It stuck. It was good. And he just turns and walks into the end zone. So, awesome. And I will say this. I've been... Woeful lately, missing Leighton Vander Esch. Mm-hmm. But Sean Lee, vintage Sean Lee, he's came staying, out to play today. He's staying healthy. He stay, well, he was banged up after last week, was on the injury report all week. He was questionable coming into the game. But picked an interception out of the sky like a receiver, all hands, then ran it back like 20 yards. And then sacked Goff on third and long, sacked him for like a 12-yard loss. So, Sean Lee, keep it up, man. That's great. I mean, that was vintage Lee, and I loved it. Good. Well, so, good things you. are looking bright moving forward. Hopefully, the Eagles keep eagling it up next week. Because um, sure. let's let's face it, this week it was because they were playing the Redskins. Absolutely. So, Well, I think the story of this game really is, is just in this rushing yard stat. 20, oh, see, I, I didn't even get into that. 22 yards for the Rams. 263 yards for the Cowboys. I didn't even get into that because of how happy I was about Forbath and Sean Lee. <laughs> but Zeke and... And Tony Pollard. Whoa! Yeah, they look good. Whoa! Which is kind of impressive against that Rams defense. I know they're more of a pass rush defense, but still. But uh, Zeke made them look like children. Yeah. I mean, good. there was he, was... he ran right through Aaron Donald one time. I mean, right through him. And... 
that doesn't happen. No, we talked Aaron last Donald, week Aaron about Donald how pretty how great of a of a run stuffer Aaron Donald is, and yeah. you know, um, wow, it was just a, and Dak did what he had to do, playing with a fracture in his uh, right index finger. Yeah, that's his throwing hand. If y'all didn't know, um, but overall, great team win for the Dallas Cowboys. Hashtag fire Jason Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that does it for all of these games in week 15. Right now for the Sunday night game with five and a half minutes left before halftime, the Bills are up on the Steelers 7-3 to three in this defensive struggle. We knew it was going to be defensive. Uh, what but, a snoozer. Uh, no, it's defense. Look, can I say this before we go into to third and three real quick? All right. Can we... I have been one to to crap on Mike Tomlin over the years because I feel I'd like I'd love to have him in Dallas. Oh, I know you would. I just feel like his 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 control of the team discipline with some of the issues the last couple of years with these diva players hasn't been the greatest. But we've got somebody's got to give him some props this year. With uh, all I, of the I injuries, I think he's a legitimate contender for Coach of the Year. He's I, got I mean, to right? win Coach of the Year. He should win him, or well, they might give it to Matt Lafleur because they it's were his first well, year. one and, and four. Shanahan out in. Is it his first? It's year? It's not his first year, oh, but I mean, yeah. they were terrible last year. Yeah, they were one and four. The Steelers were one and four this year, and are now still in a playoff spot. If it was up to me, Mike Tomlin would get Coach of the Year. Incredible. I, I agree. I. I Wholeheartedly agree. So, I think. Anyway, he, he deserves thank you. It. I appreciate that. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into this next segment. Hi. Third and three tonight. I want you boys to break out some of that wonderful crow that we all like to eat. That humble pie. And would you like to eat some raven? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> And uh, there were a I lot of crickets like, on that yeah, one. Yeah, there was. Yeah, that was <laughs> my quips aren't landing. No, nope, nope, that was bad. Uh, kind of like an Aaron Rodgers throw. Um, we're gonna go ahead and crickets. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I just kept on moving, and it wasn't that great. So, we're gonna go ahead in this week 15. And I feel like because this is a podcast of opinions, and we're very strong, opinionated people, we are sometimes quick. To jumping to conclusions, but after a oh, <laughs> after a season uh, of a uh, a long NFL season where we be able to see things and players play and teams compete, I feel like we've got enough to go on to maybe make some apologies. And so, Matt, I'm going to go ahead and let you go first. I, I see what have, you. you I have, have nothing here. to apologize for. You want to know why? Oh, I was piping that pipe for the Ravens right at the beginning and for Lamar Jackson. That's true, I was. I've done nothing but spit out good takes on this show. So I just want to say, no, I have nothing to apologize for. Now I've gotten that off my chest. I do have like a, a half apology I'm going to make here. Okay. My half apology was for crapping on Dak Prescott for so long, saying he's not even a top 10 quarterback. I will give him number 10. Wow. I will give That's him be the, some kind of a victory, I will right? Give it's a cop-out because he said the I only reason is because Wentz is hurt. I him the 10 this year. And so I'm bumping you up, Dak. I'm giving you that 10 spot. You're a top 10 quarterback. You got to take what you can get with I'll, I'll take it. That's okay. my partial apology. All right. But no, I also have nothing to apologize for. <laughs> so I misread this. I thought it's 
was three apologies that each of us needed to make. Well, you can make three. So I'm good. I have three. Okay, go ahead. Um, I just didn't have three. I mean, so I am am uh, I'm still not, you know, drinking the Kool Aid completely. That's why this is a partial apology to Lamar Jackson. Um, and I'm only saying that because he will win MVP, and I said that he wouldn't. Yep. Um. But I also think that I measure MVP, the most valuable player. True. I measure that differently than the world does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it gets measured by flash plays. Yes. And how stats. flashy you look, not how important you are to your team. Shoot, a defensive player might actually win it. Um, if that was the but case. no, I, 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 I think that a defensive player should. I, I mean – the most valuable player is the most valuable player to a team. That's why that was my argument years ago when Ezekiel Elliott didn't win it because the Cowboys, and obviously it always goes to the best player on the best team. Mm-hmm. That's a cop-out. Ezekiel Elliott, when he got suspended that year, the Cowboys tanked without him. Right. It was bad. And then he still finished top five in the league in rushing. So clearly would have led the league in rushing. That's actually his only non thousand yard season, and he finished like six yards short. Um, but I think after all this tape on Lamar is there, and next year, I, he hasn't shown how durable he is because he hasn't taken a hit. Right, he's and spinning, it's because he's, he's so quick. Spinning out of him. But guess what? Every time he gets a little another year older, you get another tick slower. Yeah, and so we'll we'll see we'll see. So partially apologize to Lamar Jackson for saying he won't win MVP because he will. Um, I'm also going to apologize to Brett Maher. Um, I feel like I Twitter bombed hashtag fire Brett Maher a lot. Um, so says Jerry Jones. So daughter. and now you're job now you're jobless. I mean, let's face it, he's not hurting for money, but he's jobless. Um, so sorry, Brett Maher. Um, <laughs> and then I don't know if any did y'all stay up and watch the Heisman? I, I saw who did got it. it. I did not watch the speech. Okay, you knew who was gonna get it? Well, I'm gonna apologize on behalf of Joe Burrow um, <laughs> for not preparing a better Heisman speech. Um, wow, this kid knew he was gonna win. Had to and didn't prepare a speech. Like, come on, this dude got up there and said, "I want to thank my O line." And then he cried a little bit, <laughs> which no, Brianna said, why is he crying? He's a baby. I said, no, these are kids. And this is a huge accomplishment. I mean, every, all of them cry. It's, yeah. it's part of it. But I want to thank my O-line cry a little bit. I want to thank my mom and dad cry a little bit. I want to thank coach. O. he's a big part of my family. Cry a little bit, cry a little bit, cry a little bit. <laughs> Cry a little bit. I really just want to thank Coach O. He's a big part of my family. Cry a little more. It's bad when it's bad when my wife looks at the looks at the screen and says, "Land the plane, dude," because he just was going on and on. And I was like, I and I even told her, I said, "Babe, this is just part of it. I'm pretty sure they're allotted a certain amount of time that they have to give a speech, but." A speech is a speech, not rambling. <laughs> Chris Taylor and Maria Davis are up there. Okay, all right, let's go here. Let's it roll was, it along. I was like <laughs> pointing at their watches. Come on, man. Um, it was, it was bad. 
But uh, so on behalf of Joe Burrow, I'm sorry for that painstaking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, it was it was a bad speech. Burrow. That's so good. All right. Good, well. good luck in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to last apology, and, and I put myself last here because I really did. I tried. Matt, I really did try. I was going to apologize to Lamar Jackson tonight. It really was. Crossed my heart, okay? And I even had the shirt that our fan Cody sent me. I was going to, it was, I was going to put it in the bag. I was going to bring it tonight with all of my stuff. And I was gonna. There's a huge butt on the horizon. Moment, I was gonna apologize, and I was gonna put it's the shirt on. But. Lamar for MVP. Can I say it? Yes. But, but <laughs> I couldn't do it. I am not gonna compromise just for you. So, wow, do you ever get tired of being wrong? I don't care if I'm wrong or not. I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to stand to my convictions. I'm going to stand to what I believe in. I'm going to stand to my fandom as a Steeler fan. I am not going to apologize to Lamar Jackson. told you, this was a completely biased non-apology. And then when Lamar Jackson stands up there to get the MVP reward, what are you going to do then? I'll wear the shirt because he is the MVP at that point. But at this point, I'm not going to apologize for that. My feelings. Instead, I'm going to quickly apologize for Derrick Henry. Or to Derrick Henry, excuse me. Because before this season, and even in the first couple of weeks, I was not a believer in Derrick Henry and the Titans. Now, the Titans as a team took a little while for us to believe in them until they finally did the smart thing and got rid of I think of at the Mariota. beginning of the year it was more offense, or more defense, I'm sorry. And yes. now they're finally clicking on the other side of the ball. Yes. But I thought that Derrick Henry was... The majority of what we saw last year, not in those couple of games where he just blew up. I thought that that was the real Derrick Henry. And he has proven this year, and I think part of it is because he has uh, a quarterback to take away some of the pressure. But I think he is an NFL quarterback, or an NFL running back, excuse me. So Derrick Henry, I apologize. I enjoy watching you run. I enjoy watching, watching you run over people. And uh, I hope that you keep that up for a very long time. Well, how did that humble pie taste? I know you don't ever eat humble pie, Matt, so you don't know what it tastes like. I don't like. to be humble about it. It was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right, last segment. Hi! <laughs> Fourth and short. We've got our last segment today. Looking ahead at tomorrow night's game. Monday night is... The aforementioned Colts and New Orleans, a Super Bowl 44 rematch, even though they've played many times since then. But that was a great Super Bowl back in, I think, 2009. It was. And uh, so in this game, a couple of things. On the Saints side of the ball, uh, Michael Thomas needs 23 receptions through the rest of the season for the most ever in an NFL season. He'll get it. Passing Marvin Harrison. Doesn't he average I, like I nine or ten catches a game? Yeah. Um, I think that Alvin Kamara... Um, is still dealing with injury. He has zero touchdowns in eight games. I don't think he's probably going to get it here against Indianapolis. They have um, a pretty solid linebacker defense. core. Yeah, so. the run defense is really good. However, on the other side of the ball as well, uh, Indianapolis's run game is how they want to run their offense. And, and not, they have a good running back. And they do. Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in 35 games. I think so, Marlon Mack gets it. I was going to say, you think Marlon Mack is that one? I think he'll get it. 
the cult or the uh, the Colts, the Saints have kind of been vulnerable. I'm really surprised to read that, not that they didn't give up a hundred yard rusher in that shootout against San Francisco. I think it's stilted though because a lot of teams have to throw against them a lot um, because the Saints will jump up and be ahead, and then you got and mm-hmm. they also play the Buccaneers twice. Yeah. <laughs> so is Ty Hilton going to be back yet? Or is he still out? I thought he was done. I don't think they've declared they him declare done him for the year. But I think that if they were well, I can't say if they were smart they'd hold him out because I mean you have, you can get to playoffs still. You still have a chance. Yeah, it's going to be tough. They're 6 and 7 right now. And they got two teams in their division that have Yeah, they're fighting are, for a that wild, are better. They're fighting for the yeah. wild card right now, but I don't even think that uh, they're going to be able to if the if Pittsburgh doesn't get that last wild card, it's going to go to somebody else, not the Colts. I think at this point, they've got a little too much to overcome. So I'm going to say Saints win this one. It's in New Orleans. It's in the N.O. Corral, as we said before. So I think that this is an easy win for the Saints. What do you got, Matt? Uh, I'm going to take – I think it's easy to pick the Saints on this. I think the question is, will the Colts cover the spread, which is at nine and a half? Uh, if I had That's a really high spread. It's a I'm going to say they're not spread. covering. And so I say that, they, that the Saints don't cover the spread either. Yeah. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts with the points on this one. Yeah, and I know. I know as you're not for me, games? I'm not picking any games, so I'm going to stay true to my uh, my word last week. I'm not picking any games the rest of the year. I did say, however, that the Cowboys had favorable matchups moving forward. It's true. Which that this isn't the Cowboys though. That showed today. I'm not picking any games because you Those can't. Little G gods. You can't pick any games. Like no, you can't really. I mean, we saw that with Atlanta and San Francisco today. It's craziness. So, oh, you're picking games, huh? Yes, I what, am. What's your games. What's your record? Uh, you have a record? I don't know. Your little. I pick, have to add pick, this all up. Game. Eyeballing it, I would say that my record's under 500. All right, you, you can't, can't pick, pick games. games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's well, real close to 500 here, though, people. Okay, yeah. real close. You still can't pick games. That about does it here for us tonight on the Fourth and Short podcast. Uh, the Sunday night game is headed into halftime. Still seven three. This defensive battle, turnovers, not a whole lot of yards between these two af- offenses between Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Uh, make sure that wherever you catch this. Uh, to listen to this podcast, uh, you can get us on Google, Spotify, uh, uh, Apple, if you're an iTunes listener. I know you're not, Matt, but most people actually do listen to us on Apple. I reviewed us. You did review us. I did. So did I. Yeah, you did. So now we have three. <laughs> no, we have four, Joel. We have four? Joel. Well, that's the third, because I, I haven't reviewed. Oh, I, I can't bring myself. Jerk. I'm sorry. I Wait, you haven't reviewed? No, I rated. Five stars all the way, baby. Nothing but five stars. <laughs> but make sure you do. As was said so eloquently five a couple star of weeks rating, ago. Five star rating, two star talent. <laughs> Give us at least two and a half. Two and a half star talent. <laughs> You're the half. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to apologize for. Exactly. Uh, make sure you do that, though. Wherever you listen to us, give us that rating and that review. Share us with your friends. Go visit us on Instagram, as Matt said, Fourth and Short Podcast uh, uh, on Instagram. And we'll look forward to two more weeks 
two more weeks, guys, of this. Now, I know in the next couple of weeks we're going to be a little scattered, and so we're going to be still recording. Uh, we won't necessarily be together, but we're still going to get that out, and uh, we'll look forward to, to seeing how the season ends up. And then uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks we'll kind of let you know what to expect for playoffs. We still want to put out a podcast for playoffs. And then even into the offseason, we'll kind of give you some information about that in the future. Uh, but for all of us here, Jason, Trent, and Matt, uh, we are out for tonight. Peace out. Peace out.